If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. You don't want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be. And we lied to them during recruiting or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. Yeah, you know, right now uh, we have the atmosphere of a, of a J.C. softball game. You know, I mean, that's what we are, J.C. softball team. As long as, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's not whether you win or lose. It's like who, the, the, the team that wins is the one that has the most fun. You know, that crap like that. You know, all this stuff that's contaminated America where they give every kid a trophy and they don't keep scoring Little League anymore. As we want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play. Now, that's also a second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're ever getting excited about seconds. Now on, it's first, okay? All I want to do is fucking eat. I want you to eat. I want you to eat. I want you to want this shit. Do you want it? Do you want it? Show me. did it again. Welcome in to the latest edition of That SEC Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big quarantine Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, Shane, as you can tell, as we can all tell, if we're stuck at home, working from home or whatever, you know, you're spending so much time with your family, there's just not a ton going on around the league here. <laughs> and it's, uh, man, it's a, it's a slow, slow time for SEC content, and it's kind of, it's kind of breaking my heart. Yeah, no, it does. It does suck. This is a uh, oh, man. This is a tough stretch. I don't think we've ever been through anything like this. Quite comparable, you know. We go through some dead periods, but uh, man, this one right here. I, I don't know how to feel about it just yet. This may be something we talk about years years in the future. You remember that one season when we did this and did that? Mm-hmm. I I hope that's what we're doing. And uh, but uh, yeah, just stay inside. You know, that's what they're saying, man. Just stay safe. Stay in your bubble. And uh, wait to storm out, and then we'll be able to get back uh, on normal track here. I'd like to get back to college football. I don't know about you, Mike, but that's what I'm ready for. Of course, man. And so we're sitting around thinking about what to talk about here. And Shane and I came up with a little idea here. I thought uh, this would be kind of entertaining for the listeners here. But what we're going to do for this one, because like I said, there's just nothing going on. 
Shane and I are going to draft an all-time SEC team where I'm going <laughs> to do a team, he's going to do a team, and once a player's off the board, the other person can't select them. So, and this isn't necessarily fantasy. Like we're not trying to rack up fantasy points. What we're kind of the way I'm looking at this is, if my team met Shane's team on the field with all these players in their prime, who's going to come out ahead on game day? So, you ready for a little all SEC fantasy team, Shane? <laughs> Absolutely, Mikey. You know, this uh, again, I want to preface this uh, this list. This isn't like from the 60s and the 50s. I mean, if Mike wants to pick some of those old cats, that is perfectly <laughs> fine. But we're talking about if these guys met up in their prime in college football, who would win? We all have done this. If you've played video games at some point, you know, if you're playing Madden, you do that, uh, you know, that franchise and you guys draft and you know, it usually goes good for about 10, 11 rounds, and then it drifts off there at the end, you know. So we're going to try to keep this light and, and fun and entertaining. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure my team's going to kick your team's ass when it's all said and done, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Can we hey, Can we do, a, like, a thing, like, if we put it up so people can vote which team would win? Absolutely. That's the plan. Right. So we're going to throw this out there, let people – Comment. I mean, I'm sure we're going to piss off tons of people for leaving off the guy you think we should. <laughs> Absolutely. But like Shane said, so keep in mind when we make these selections, we are limiting it to guys that we have seen play on the field. And it's, you know, it's not to disrespect the older generation by any means, but mm-hmm. it just always seems kind of like forced to me whenever I see these lists and they're like, well, you know, the damn captain of army from 1920 to 1922 <laughs> i mean he was elite like i never even saw that's that you right. play like i can't make that pick and so that's right i mean even even me diehard reggie white fan but i honestly never went to a game and watched him play so how's it fair for me to put him on this list so right uh, a lot of greats will be left off i'm sure we're going to hear about it but you know, I'm 37, so if you're curious how old I am, 37 years old, so that's as far back as I'm going, you know, from when I can start remembering these kids play play ball in college. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so good good point there, Mark. All right, Shane, so we're gonna I'm going to let you pick first, and I'm going to let you go literally any order you want, any position. Mm-hmm. So we'll just go pick by pick. We're, gonna, we're just picking a starting lineup for offense, defense, and kicker and punter. So, who you got, Shane? First overall pick in the wait, 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 wait. Before before we go, yes, sir. Can you do the breakdown so people at home can see, like, how many quarterbacks are we taking, how many running backs, so on and so forth? Absolutely. So, we're just going to have one quarterback each, mm-hmm. two running backs each, three receivers, a tight end, five offensive linemen, defensive end, three. Mm-hmm. Defensive lineman, another Wait, two def- defense, two defensive ends, three defensive linemen, right? Yeah, sorry, Shane's already corrected me here. Three <laughs> linebackers, two corners, two safeties, kicker, punter, and then a special teams. I'm looking at that more of like kick returner type. Right. Okay. All right. All right, man. Uh, and uh, two, when I when I think about because it's a lot like fantasy football, Mike. It's not who you think is the best, you know, because mm-hmm. it could get you in trouble. Because there's some some areas on this list that 
there's a limited number of athletes you can pick from. So, yes, it may be easy to pick an offensive line now, but there may be 30 other linemen that are just just near as good, you know. Right. So uh, you got to be careful. And that's why for the first pick in the fa- – what do we call this thing? doesn't matter. The first pick, <laughs> I'm going to go with – and this is going to catch you way off guard, Mike. It's going to catch everybody off guard. But because of the way I want to run my offense, I'm going with running back Darren McFadden from Arkansas. I just think, you know, he got snubbed for the Heisman two straight times. Uh, the kid was an absolute dynamite with the rock in his hand. He he is a power – I mean, he's a power running back. He was able to just get vertical. He, it's the, he runs the style of offense that – or he plays the style of offense that I want my team to go with. So I know it's crazy to pick him out of the gate first, but I just have a feeling he was on your list, so I snagged him first. Okay, no, that's a good pick. I like that one. Now, if you think that's a surprise, Shane, <laughs> I don't think you're going to see this one coming. I think this guy, for my money, he was on a loaded team, and I don't want to say he got overshadowed. That's not probably the right term, but I think on one of the most dominant, maybe not a dynasty, but a run we've seen in recent SEC history, I think he was the best mm-hmm. overall player and the one that made everything work. First overall pick, because I just I just don't think there's another player like him on the board. Damn it, I know who it is too. I'm going Percy Harvin. Shit! Florida Gators Damn. receiver. That was my second pick, Mike. Just that I wanted to get that hybrid X factor. You just you messed my whole list up because I'm with you, man. I mean, if you remember when Percy was playing, it didn't matter what side, what part of the field that kid was on. You had to, you had to consider him. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it whether it was for a a reverse or whether it was for a screen or whether it was, it didn't matter. Urban Meyer always had something for Percy, you know, mm-hmm. in in his scheme. So that's a that's a great pick, man. I should have went with that one. Yeah, it didn't matter if he was punching his coach; he was too good not to play. So that. <laughs> That's just how damn good Percy Harvin was. Well, you know, in fantasy football, Mike, I like to lock up the running back position. So I'm going to go ahead and, and do that now. I've got my my heavy hitter with uh, Run DMC. Now, this is college Run DMC, not banged up, injured Run DMC in, in, in the NFL. But I'm going to go with somebody uh, near and dear to my heart because I've made – We've made signs for this guy, Mike. You remember, I don't know if you remember back in the day, game day, but Carnell Cadillac Williams. And, and some people say he is the reason that Fulmer lost his job. I don't I don't know if you're if you're on in that wagon, but uh, you know, there was a lot of people predicting him to go to the University of Tennessee. He ended up going to Auburn and breaking Bo Jack and Jackson's record for the most touchdowns. I mean, this kid did it while sharing it with other guys. The guy is an absolute beast in college football, and I think he pairs well with Darren McFadden because I've got my heavy hitter and I got my man coming out of the backfield. So second pick for Shane is Carnell Cadillac Williams. Oh, nice. I appreciate that one, Shane, because now I'm going to be able to lock up my Gator duo here. This an easy one for me. Second round pick. I'm going Tim Tebow. Now I got my quarterback, got my all-star receiver. Um, I think Tim Tebow, I still don't understand how Mark Ingram won the Heisman over him. That 
his uh, final year there. I think I know Alabama won the game head-to-head, but Tim Tebow should be in that group with Archie Griffin, the only two-time Heisman winner. I think that uh, that would have been an easy decision for me. But that's where I'm going. Tim Tebow, number two overall. It's a hell of a pick, Mike, I'm telling you. And uh, two championships, three years, that's hard to beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of torn on this one. But I, I think I'm going to move on because you've already locked down the quarterback position. But I think you know where I was heading. I'm going to circle back around to that one. And I'm going to surprise you with my third pick. We're going down to – oh, man, there's so many great players, Mike. I think I need a receiver. You know, you stole my Percy Harvin. Uh, you could easily lock down some of some of these other great cats. Well, I, As a Tennessee fan, there was one receiver that scared me to death ever since he, he came out of high school, number one prospect at the receiver position. I was always worried about this guy – And then there was a game when Mr. Julio Jones caught 12 passes for 221 yards against Tennessee, and I felt like we just got destroyed by one single man. That's the type of athlete I want on my team. So I'm going with receiver, big cat, Julio Julio Jones. (laughs) That's not even his nickname, but I'm making it up as we go, Mike. (laughs) That's a a nice pick. I like that one. Yeah, I mean, he was the big Big physical receiver, you know? He really got the uh, Nick Saban dynasty rolling there when he committed to play there. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, you know, the, how they have now at Alabama where every player's in the NFL. I mean, this was like the first first of the many that would come through there. So, yeah. Let me, let me ask you just a real quick side note on this one. Uh, because I've... You know, I've, I've read a lot, watched a lot on Alabama's dynasty, and a lot of people have Julio Jones circled as that, I guess that that key cog, if you will. They, he was the one that transformed this team into the place to be. Um, did you get that kind of vibe when Julio was down there? Did he change the culture, do you think? Or do you think that was more just a great class type of thing? Yeah, I think it just really has to do more with the fact that um, entire program got turned around so much and kids really want to go where, you know, you can have success, you can go on to the NFL. So I don't really think you can put a ton of that on one player to turn around the culture, but I think you do need that dominant, dominant type player like a Julio Jones to, you know, I can't recall his recruitment, but I know, you know, he could have went literally anywhere and a lot Mm -hmm. of the other places at least before he had arrived at college look like better options potentially than Alabama but you just need that first big domino to fall to say hey I believe in Nick Saban I believe where this thing's going and of course you know he's turned out to be absolutely correct there yeah okay all right man I just want to make sure I got the right pick so (laughs) (laughs) all right where are you going next Mike I think I'm gonna this may surprise you a little bit here. I'm going to flip to the other side of the ball, mm. and I'm going to go with the linebacker. This is the best linebacker I've ever seen in college football, and there's there's been a many, but my favorite of all time, Patrick Willis, Ole Miss middle linebacker. I mean, hell, when he went to the 49ers, he was awesome, but – you know, let's, we're trying to keep this just college. He was on yeah. some Ed Orgeron teams that were just god-awful, but he was always the best player on the field. There was even a season, I believe, where, 
you know, remember, they still do it nowadays, but not as much. When you break your hand, they got to put you in that damn club. <laughs> yeah. He had the club, and he still led the SEC in tackles and with one arm. So Patrick Willis has always been my favorite defender in SEC history. So I'm going Patrick Willis third overall. Mm, that's a good one, Mark. That is a real good one. Uh, well, you've got a nice quarterback. You've got some a gifted receiver already. So I think I want to go ahead and try to lock some of these guys down with the best cornerback that probably ever played college football. And that is one Patrick Peterson. Not only was he just an absolute unit on defense, but he was a fantastic special teams player too. So mm -hmm. if my special teamer gets banged up, I can always throw Patrick in there. But yeah, Patrick Peterson, you know, lock it down. I mean, that's what he is. He was a lockdown cornerback. Uh, I mean, that was back in the day when they started talking about islands, you know, Peterson Island. Yep. That was one that was floating around. So I'm going to go with him as uh, as my next pick. All right, Shane, I hate to do this to you, but I got to get this guy before you get him. And I got I got a feeling now that you switched <laughs> to the defensive side of the ball, you're already thinking about it. But I think uh, the inside of my linebacking core could not possibly Shit. be any better. I'm going Al Wilson, fourth overall pick. And now I got the two best linebackers, in my opinion, maybe ever in the SEC. I won't argue with that, Mike. I, I didn't. I, I had him. He's my number one linebacker pick right here. I just thought with you getting Patrick, there was a chance I could get him later. <laughs> I made the mistake here. So I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot have an offense. I mean, you can have the greatest linebackers in the world. But if you don't have the greatest defensive tackles in the world, mm -hmm. it makes those guys not as dangerous as, as one would think. So, uh, before we get too carried away, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in get some love on these big hogs, and I've got Glenn Dorsey from LSU mm. coming to home. That I just think uh, one of the most dominant. In I mean, you talk about turn on the highlight reel. This guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just mopping them, he grabbing grown ass men, throwing them around. Glenn Dorsey was in a league of his own, still is, uh, anchoring down the 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 center of my my defensive front. So I'm going to go with uh, Dorsey, the first defensive tackle off the board. Man, that one hurt, Shane. That was that's my that was my number one defensive lineman as well. <laughs> 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 but I think uh, while you've done that, I think I'll get uh, my number one edge rusher here. This guy, Mike, you're, this guy was you're a, everywhere. This guy was a machine, multi-time All-American. Led, I believe he leads every damn Georgia record they they have down there for getting to the quarterback. I'm going, and I think he would have had a hell of an NFL career if he didn't get hurt there. But I'm going David Pollock, defensive end. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's my fifth round choice. Oh, that's a good one, because he wasn't even on my list, Mike. You know why? Because <laughs> I hate him that bad. <laughs> Say what you want, man. David Pollock had an absolute motor, and uh, now it's his mouth. So here we go to the <laughs> – hey, let's just go ahead and lock down this defensive front, man. Uh, I've got big Glenn Dorsey. Um, man, can you imagine pairing it with a nice big John Henderson? Ooh. I mean, the, the, that would be an absolute unit. You talk about the great wall. That would be those two guys. So I'm going to go ahead and lock down my defensive front with uh, Glenn Dorsey and big John Henderson. And I love – this is one of my personal faves, all right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to try I, – I said I'm not going to pick – 
too many Tennessee fans or too many players because I'm, I'm a huge fan of them. But there was something about Big John when he played. I mean, he was just – he was a wrecking ball. I mean, he, he – nobody got his – I mean, he was a sacking machine at defensive line. You know, he's six foot nine, I think. He's a giant. Every time he had a sack or a tackle, man – Neyland Stadium would rock, and they'd play that song. It'd be like, Big John. So I just <laughs> – ever since then, man, I've just always been a huge fan of him. So Big John Henderson coming home. Okay. That's not a bad pick at all. I like that. Now, I've gotten um, David Pollock there. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like we're we're loading up on Lyman here, but uh, I think this guy, criminally underrated outside of – Knoxville, Tennessee, <laughs> the best pass rusher in school history. Not even, it's not even old Reggie White, brother. It's Derek Barnett. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with him, number six overall. Now that I got Derek Barnett, David Pollock, uh, good luck throwing the ball because you're going to be getting sacked every day in play. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because I know this guy is toward the top of your list because he's He's toward the top of my heart, Mike. And I hate to go two Tennessee balls back to back. But Eric Berry, come on down. One of the best safeties to ever play the game. Um, I was really rooting for him uh, there at the end, you know, because he had the opportunity to, to I think it was a record for most interception yards return. Mm-hmm. Barely missed it. But just an absolute unit. True freshman, came out of the gates. You just knew this kid was going to be a star uh, he was a star. He started at the next level as well. So uh, strong safety. Yeah, I'm going to go with Eric Berry. Okay, I like that one. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna uh, start building up my secondary. I've not made a pick there yet, but I think the guy had his career not. Uh, you know, he's had some issues during his time, but he still went down as an all timer. He's still getting it done in the NFL. One of my favorite players, most exciting players in SEC history on the defensive side of the ball, Tyron Matthew, mm. the honey badger. I mean, my God, he he probably would have – I don't know if he would have won the Heisman, but he was damn up for it before he got <laughs> kicked off LSU's team. I mean, how unusual is it for a – and that's a guy that I can slot in at safety corner. I mean, I could put him all over the field, nickel. So, Tyron Matthew, that's my seventh pick. Yeah, not bad. And if, I mean, honestly, if, if the kid didn't have so many off-field issues – you could have been talking about him as an all-time college great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we're since we're on, the, I mean, I just I, I I feel like I just got to lock this defense down because that's where we're at, Mike. So I've got Patrick Peterson on one side. I'm going to put the all-time dual threat Chant Bailey on the other side. I just think, you know, before dual threat really came out, you know, playing both sides of the ball. It, it felt like Champ was the one that just kind of cleared the path, you know, that he made it possible. You know, it was always a what one side, you you know, you're either playing offense or defense, and Champ was just a just a freak athlete. And uh, I remember being scared of him, you know. I was hoping that we wouldn't throw toward him because he would always make you pay. So I'm going to have to go with the other side of cornerback, Champ Bailey. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make my – the first – Offensive line selection of either of us. I'm going to try to get my guy while I can get him. I'm going Alabama offensive lineman Barrett Jones, mm-hmm. two-time All-American. Where are you going to put him? Well, that's the thing. It depends on how the rest of this draft rolls out. But right now, <laughs> put him at an offensive guard. This guy could play all five positions. I think he was clearly best at the interior. 
He, he played center. He played all over the field, but I think his best position was guard. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him in the NFL. But again, this is a college draft, and I just think he was an all-timer at the SEC level. Yeah, and well, I, that's a real good pick, and it scares me. I, I'm going to have to alter my draft just a little bit because I did like I like Barrett mainly because he could bounce around. He could do just a little bit of everything. But one position that it's, it was hard for me to feel, and I feel like I just need to go ahead and set it up now, and that's the center, man. There's not too many greats out there, but Marquise Pouncey is the all-time great, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so maybe I'm just a little little partial. I mean, granted, he did play at the Gators, you know, so I'm going to have to deduct a few points. But uh, <laughs> I just think I just think all-around freak athlete, the guy was fantastic, still is fantastic. So uh, I'm going Pouncey at center. All right. Well, just to update my team, Shane, because that was my center. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought Barry, maybe Barry like, Jones yeah. was going to be center now for me because he can. Play. That's the that's the beauty of a Barrett Jones brother. He can play any yeah. any play really any can. position on that offensive line. So Barrett Jones, he's going to be my center now. Uh, let's see. Next pick here. Aren't you kind of surprised he didn't he didn't become something? You know, mm-hmm. I I, th- I really like if I, I'm a gambling man. If I had to put any money on a lineman succeeding at the next level. I mean, it's 4.0. It's, I mean, he's the total package dude. And it just kind of blew my mind that he did not make it at the next level. Yeah. I mean, that's just the story of, unfortunately, a lot of these guys, you know what? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. All right. All right. I think I'm going to grab this guy before you get him, Shane, before it comes Mm -hmm. down to it. But I think, you know, I talked to Percy Harvin. Nothing wrong with him by any means, but I think the single most dominant receiving season I've ever seen in SEC history belongs to my man, Amari Cooper. He's going to be my guy next to Harvin. So I've got, you know, the Percy Harvin can kind of do it all. Amari mm-hmm. Cooper can be kind of that number one option. Um, I think that's the perfect receiver compliment. So that's where I'm going with my ninth pick, Amari Cooper. Nice. How many uh how many defensive linemen did we have to pick? <laughs> uh, we've got uh, five. We got picked five defensive linemen. Yes, sir. Wait, not not counting defensive ends. We got two oh, defensive ends. Three and... three defensive linemen. All right, man. Well, might as well have the best while we're here, you know. <laughs> <And> I... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to control those trenches, man. You you're getting the offensive line, so I got to get some guys to go against them. So I'm gonna go with uh, my boy Nick Fairley from Auburn. I love his interviews. I loved his play in college ball. I think this is one of those guys that we look back 10, 15 years from now and say, dude, he was freaking awesome. And uh, Auburn's put a lot of talent in the NFL. I just think that, you know, Nick, Nick still had some growing to do, but, uh, you know, he came out early, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a, I think, it, I think if he would have stuck around one more season, we would have been talking about, you know, one of the all-time greatest. But I still think, you know, raw talent, as good as he was, uh, he's just tough to beat. And now I've got three of the best defensive linemen just anchoring down the front. I mean, you are you can't even run. I don't care who you put at running back, Mike. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I better load up my uh, offensive line then, Shane. And I don't know if this is a fair pick because he's still playing, but uh, I still think he's been the most dominant player on his team since the moment he arrived, and he's dealt with issue after issue, yet he keeps coming back strong. 
I'm going with uh, Trey Smith as my next pick, mm. offensive guard. And now I got him paired with Barrett Jones. And I, I really feel good about, uh, you know, the, the offensive line that I'm building right now. I felt personal, Mike. You know, <laughs> I felt like he stretched a little bit on that one. So, uh, damn, that's a good one. All right, Mike. Uh, man, you know, I think I'm going to switch back to offense. I, I like where I'm at with defense, but we got to get some damn points, man. Mm-hmm. And so I have already got the number one, I think, best receiver to play. But I may surprise you with who I think could be the second best receiver. And he's still growing, man. I'm going to go to LSU again, and I'm going to pick one Jamar Chase coming off one of the greatest seasons of college football I've ever seen. And it's just amazing that we get to see it one more year. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to – I mean, at the end of his career, I think we're going to look back and say, you know what? It's easy. I mean, it's easy to get sucked into Julio's and A.J. Green's and and receivers from the past. And sometimes you forget the ones that are in the present. And I really think Jamar Chase is going to be one of those athletes. 10, 15 years from now, we're going to be talking about one of the best receivers to ever come through college football. So on the other side of Julio, I got Jamar Chase. Mm, No, that's a good pick. I like that one. All right, let's see here. For my next pick, I'm going to go – I'm going to stick with the linebackers here. Lock, finish up my linebacking core. Shane's not even got a linebacker, so <laughs> I'll have the, the three best in my opinion. And I hate to even throw out an extra name because I think you'll just grab him. But I almost, almost, almost picked Josh Allen. But mm-hmm. he was nothing against him. I mean, hell, he was – I thought he was the most dominant defensive player his last year at the Kentucky. He's obviously a top ten pick. But one guy that – in my opinion, just dominant at the collegiate level. Didn't translate to the NFL for whatever reason, but I'm going to go with Jarvis Jones from Georgia, Shane. That guy, Mm. he only played two years at Georgia. He had 28 sacks. (laughs) I mean, my God, he was a beast. And uh, I know he went to your Steelers, like I said, didn't really live up to the hype necessarily. but Not yet. In in college, just one of the most dominant pass rushers I've ever seen. Now I got Pollock, Derek Barnett, Jarvis Jones. I mean – I think I'm going to be getting to the quarterback every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Mike, you know. I mean, uh, it does worry me about the quarterback. Obviously, let's get this one out of the way. I've been holding off because uh, I don't need to make the selection. You've already made a quarterback selection with Tim Tebow. You know what? That'd be stupid. I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off on that, and I'm going to pick a tight end, uh, a position that there really isn't a lot of talent mm-hmm. uh, to pull from. I don't think, I mean, in years past. There's been some great athletes, don't get me wrong. But, oh, man, I'm going to get some shit for this one, Mike. Mm-hmm. But when you think of some of the great tight ends of the SEC history, there's a two or three Maybe four names that pop up on your list. It's a short. Can I guess before you even make it? Oh, I, I yeah, I think you know exactly who it's going to be. Aaron Hernandez. That's right, Aaron <laughs> Hernandez. He was just. I mean, for I mean, I know he's had some off field off field stuff. Obviously, you know he's he's apparently not a good person. Okay, I get that. 
but he was a fantastic tight end when he was down there in Florida. And I mean, not only just a good blocker, but a great catching. Uh, he was a receiver, dude. He yeah. he kind of changed the the style of tight end play. You know, when you think of guys like uh, Evan Ingram and Hunter Henry and things like that, that all started from that Aaron Hernandez role. So, um, like I said, I'm probably going to catch a lot of grief over this one, but my tight end is going to be college version Aaron Hernandez on the field. Aaron Hernandez. You know what's interesting about that pick, Shane? That's your 12th pick? Yeah. I think that's how many felonies he committed down there in Gainesville. So <laughs> good one good one with that. I like that. That's a good pick. <laughs> mm. All right. So now I've locked up some offensive linemen on the interior. Mm-hmm. I got to get I gotta get me a tackle, Shane. And I think the best – you know, it's hard to, it's hard to really – measure these guys against each other. Offensive line is such a subjective kind of position. There's obviously not stats out there you can pull from, but I thought the most dominant offensive tackle that I've seen in the SEC was Texas A&M's Luke Jokel. I think I plug him in at left tackle, and uh, I think I'm, I've am i got three-fifths of an outstanding offensive line. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and lock down this receiving cord, Mike. I've got Julio. I've got Jamar Chase. I'm going to go with the best receiver to ever play for South Carolina, and that's Alshon Jeffrey. The guy was an absolute unit, a a force to be reckoned with, and he's just one of those – he just had it kind of mentality. Like, you know, there's there's so many players that come through on your team, if you think about years past, that can just change the the whole outcome of a game. And uh, he had the motor. You know, he made the tough catches. Uh, I, I, I'd i love to have somebody like Percy, don't get me wrong, just that little hybrid role, but I'm going to go with three big, physical, fast, explosive receivers with Julio, Jamar, Alshon Jeffrey. I think that's the best receiving core that that you can have right there. All right, now I'm going to make another pick on that same – he was from that same university, Shane, but I'm going to need some help on this defensive line. I'm going with Mr. I know he wasn't always <laughs> didn't always seem to be motivated, but when he was, my God, he was a force to be reckoned with. I'm going uh, Jadavion Clowney. Wait, 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 wait. I thought you already had two ty- uh, defensive ends. I'm putting him on the you... defensive line. He can play all over the field. No, you can't be doing that, Mike. Jeez. Oh yeah. What are you doing? You you can't put Clowney at nose guard. I'm not putting him at nose guard. I'm putting him. Jeez, what kind of game are we playing here? You know what? You can put them, but it doesn't. Hmm. That one hurt, Mike. It's <laughs> a good pick. I, no. I forgot he was on the board. Well, because I didn't think I needed to get my defensive ends right now. But apparently, do I need to get a quarterback in case you decide to move one back at punter? I might uh-huh. put one at receiver. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! All right, man. So, Clowney. So you got Clowney. Mm-hmm. Who else you got? Pollock. Mm-hmm. He could play. In, he could play inside too. He was a big ass guy, Pollock. And who else you got? D- Derek okay. Barnett. Derek Barnett. You know what? Hmm. I still don't think you got. You know, don't get me wrong. Pollock, great. Okay, I get that. You know, he, he's got the records. Clowney, like you said, we're talking. What did he do in college? 
that's up in the air. You know, there was the one hit he had against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. But you know what? I'm willing to – I may lock down this defensive end spots with uh, two Florida guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start with the freak, Javon Curse. Uh, you know, regardless of the size of his hands, you know, the guy was – was a machine and probably like when he came out and played for the Titans, you know, that's when you got to appreciate everything he did for the university of Florida. When you went back and looked at it, uh, of course, granted, I think he played a little bit more of a linebacker role Mm -hmm. back then, but I am going to put, since we're moving people around all of a sudden, I'm going to put the freak on one of the edge. I got you. My next pick, Shane, Alex Brown. No, I'm just kidding. No, No, I'm not picking him. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to. I need to lock down a corner. And now that you're talking Florida, you got me thinking Joe Hayden. I thought he was one of the better cornerbacks we've ever seen at the SEC level. So I'm going Joe Hayden with my 14th pick. And that's he's my first corner off the board. And, uh, well, let me let me go ahead and lock my my, uh, safeties down. I've got Eric Barrett. Uh, Eric Berry already, so let's go ahead and go with Mark Barron on the other side. Ooh, good one. Uh, I, I mean, there's there's another one I, w- I had pretty close on this list, but I just think when you think of all-time greatest safeties, those two names are the first that come up, and uh, I think i got to steal there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's a solid pick. Now, I'm going to go another um, – this may be a little bit of an underrated pick, but I thought, uh, you know, of all the dominant – defensive lineman that Alabama has had. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite one personally, Jonathan Allen, um, he can play, I mean, pretty much all over that defensive line. But, uh, you know, he starred on the inside of that 4-3 defense. And that's where, you know, I'm probably not going to be running a 3-4 based on all these uh, <laughs> damn guys I got here on my line here. But uh, Jonathan Allen – kick him inside i think that's uh i think that's a making of a hell of an off a defensive line right there okay well just i'm going to go ahead and get my other defensive end for you uh screw this thing up <laughs> and i'm going to surprise you i thought about going with alex all right he he was up there but i mean if you talk about in the prime okay a lot of people say alex is better than curse okay a lot of people say alex is better than this guy i'm about to mention but I don't know. In their prime, Miles Garrett was pretty tough, dude. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when you watch him, granted, he got in a little bit of trouble, you know, ripping somebody's head off last year in the NFL. <laughs> but the guy is, I mean, he's built like a Greek god, dude. And the guy is is amazing, amazing talent, amazing athlete. I don't think we saw his best in college, but, you know, if he would have stuck around one more year, we may have. So I'm going to go with Miles Garrett here at defensive end. Yeah, it just seemed like any time he was, you know, dead set on getting to the quarterback. I mean, there was literally no nothing you could do to stop him. All right, well, you're gobbling up all these uh, defensive linemen. Got me a little nervous here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to complete the interior of my offensive line. I'm going with uh, former Mississippi State star Gabe Jackson. I think he's the best offensive lineman to ever come out of that school. So now I got Gabe Jackson, Barry Jones, Trey Smith. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about the interior of my offensive line. Okay. Well, you're going to need him, buddy, because we're going to be bringing it. 
And uh, let's see here. <clears throat> My list is looking pretty good. I'm getting all the people I wanted. It's like you're not even trying. Um, well, let's get some linebackers, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. we got to get some of those. Uh, and I'm you got some good ones. You got Al Wilson's probably my favorite linebacker to ever play college football. Uh, I'm with you. Patrick Willis was was an absolute machine. Jarvis Jones went to Pittsburgh, so I've got a soft spot for him. But this guy, when you think of mean, when you think of ugly, when you think of just a intimidating defensive linebacker, this guy. I mean, this guy blew my mind. I've never seen somebody look like this before. In <laughs> fact, I, I, I attempted neck exercises after I seen him. But Takeo Spikes was, was – have you ever seen the, the neck girth on this guy? I mean, he just looked <laughs> like he could kill you. Like if, like if you had to go down a dark alley and you had to pick one person to go with, uh, Takeo was the guy, you know what I'm saying? He just, he just, I don't know. He was intimidating. He was a great athlete. Um, I think he would be a fantastic ad at linebacker. I think he just fit my defense perfect because I got these big uglies up front. So, uh, my first linebacker off the board is, uh, Takeo Spikes. Mm, I like that. Yeah. He was a hell of a player and then obviously went on to probably an even better NFL career. So, Right, 40-inch neck. I did these neck – okay, so let me explain real quick. They cut out this new machine at the gym or at the locker room there or at our high school, whatever you want to call it. And it had like these two things that you you put your face in, like you're putting your face in a crack, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like butt cheeks. And and then you you put the plates on the backside and then you just – you focus on – Pretty much saying yes. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it sounds bad when you say when you say it like this, but the only reason I worked out those that summer when we got that machine was because of Takeda Spikes. I said, he's got to be using this machine. It's got to I mean, that's what he's doing. And uh, it did not work uh, that well. In fact, I think I hurt myself <laughs> on that damn machine. And I don't, I don't even know if that's like a real machine anymore, you know, but – uh, I just thought I just thought that was funny. Sorry, memory lane there. Uh, Takeo Spikes machine. That's what I called it. All right, Chad. I'm going to try to hurry this one up. I'm going to make a quick selection here. Finish up my offensive line. Cam Robinson, Shane. Remember, if you recall, he broke up. He broke some federal laws there, but he was yeah. so damn good. Nick Saban found a way to keep him on the field. And now he's on my team. Now he's my problem. But I got a full offensive line here. I'm going to put Cam Robinson at my as my other tackle. First time I ever saw a picture, picture of Cam Robinson, I was like, "Who's this forty-year-old?" <laughs> the man, the man did. He looked old uh, back in the day. So anyway, um, well, you got your whole offensive line taken care of. Mm-hmm. Who's your offensive line? So I can mark some of these names off. Barrett's gone. Luke Jokel. Jo- Jokel's gone. Gabe Jackson, Trey Smith, and Cam Robinson. Okay. All right. I still think we're good, good shape there. All right. Um, all right. Where do I want to go next, Mark? Um, That's what we're all waiting for. I know, I know. We pretty much got everybody locked down here. Try, I guess I got to get some linemen. I guess that's how this works. But if you've got your line already locked up, let me go over here one second. Hang out with me for a second. 
All right, I guess I better get some linebackers, Mike. Uh, linebackers, damn, I still got to get two more. So let's go with uh, Mr. McLean there at Alabama. I, I think, you know, this is a guy that was the – I mean, he was the heart and soul of Saban's first defense, you know, there in mm-hmm. Alabama. So I think if you're going to if you're gonna be putting all these stars and, and studs out there on that defensive side, you got to have a captain to direct him. And I think Rondo, uh, Rolando McClain was, was the perfect fit for this defense that I'm trying to run. All right, Shane. Well, I think it's time for me to start drafting some running backs here. So I'm going to go <laughs> with a guy – that I thought had the single most dominant individual performance I've ever seen in my life in the SEC football, hell, all of college football. I've given the rock every single time to Derrick Henry. And if I got Tim Tebow and Derrick Henry in the backfield, good <laughs> luck good luck slowing those guys down. That's not bad. I, I, I don't know. Do you think he's – I mean, there's been so many great – Alabama running backs. None, none like Derrick Henry, though. You don't think so? I mean, I mean, look, look at Mark Ingram. I mean, he's 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 a freak. I mean, he there's a reason he won the Heisman. I mean, even I watch him today. You know, as old as he is, and I hate to say he's old because I'm old, a lot older than he is. But <laughs> you know, it, you know, watching him against the Ravens, dude, he just he still got it, man. He still got that motor. I, He's just, I don't know. There's just something about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you think right now Derrick Henry is the best Alabama r- running back to ever coach? Because that's basically what you're saying right now. Yeah, I mean, I believe his junior year, I think he rushed for 2,200-something yards. I mean, yeah. I mean that's something you can't yeah. do in the NFL with that many games. You know what I mean? So, no, I got you. I mean, he was just – Put the team on his back, just like he did the Titans, just like uh, he did his high school team. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody's going to tackle him, it's going to be this next linebacker, Mike. <laughs> it's going to be C.J. Mosley. <laughs> I figured if we're going to stay in Alabama, let's just stay down there. So I'm going to pick him up. I think my linebackers are going to do better than yours just because they're better athletes. But No, I'm just kidding. You've got some really good ones. But I just think my defensive front so stout that it's going to free up these guys a little bit longer. And that half second, that makes C.J. Mosley a lot like Al Wilson. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with that one. All right, now how about this selection shape for my second running back? This was a really, really tough one. I almost went Benny Snell. Mm -hmm. I also like Kevin Falk. That's a a guy I think, uh, obviously he's a coach now at LSU, but he put together some fantastic seasons, all-timer there at LSU. Mm -hmm. But... And this may not be fair because I'm also, I'm factoring in the fact that this guy got hurt and bounced back in such a huge way. I think that says a lot about him physically, mentally, and just in the leadership department. But I'm going Nick Chubb, my second running back. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. You're talking two of the best running backs of all time in the SEC. I'll take Nick Chubb. Mm. See, again, I think you're wrong, man. I, I, I wouldn't – and let me just – let me just say this. Georgia's had a lot of great running backs to come through there. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, just, just I don't know. I think somebody like, uh, what's his name, got cut there from the Rams the other day. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley. I think uh, Todd Gurley was a better running back. I think uh, no Sean Marino was close to being as good as Nick Chubb. And and I know that sounds, does that sound crazy? You think that's crazy? No, that's not crazy because I, I actually initially had Todd Gurley over Nick Chubb. Yeah. But 
I just couldn't do it, man, because on I just think that there's like a there's like an it factor with Nick Chubb that just kind of elevates yeah. him, and I think uh, I think that's a big reason why Georgia went to the national championship game was because of okay. Nick Chubb and his leadership and everything off the field, and uh, that's part of the reason I'm taking him here. Okay, all right, man. Well, uh, Mike, I guess I need to uh, pick up some offensive linemen here, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you didn't take Chris Samuels yet, did you? No, sir. I mean, the guy literally never gave up a sack. It'd be tough to – man, it just feels like I'm picking all Bama, though. You are a big if... Bama homer. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's don't do that just yet. Let's go uh... – ah, let's go Let's go uh, offensive guard. I'm going to get my boy Brandon Burlesworth. Oh, nice. uh, you know, yeah. It's hard not to have – my team's got to have this kid. I mean, you talk about heart and soul. He will be the heart and soul of this offense front. Uh, he walked onto this team as well, you know, and uh, he did good things. And I just think he's uh, – I don't know. He, I, I think he would make the other players around him play harder, you know, because he wasn't given the opportunity like some of these guys were. Mm-hmm. And uh, just an, just an absolute – I don't know. He's always got a soft spot in my heart, so no doubt he's going to be on my team. Well, staying uh, there with the Razorbacks, that's where I'm going to go to pick up my tight end, Shane. I'm going Hunter Henry, who Mm -hmm. I thought, uh, you know, if you look at his, you can't just really go by stats sometimes, and particularly at the tight end position, but he was a guy that uh, was as dominant of a blocker as he was a pass catcher, very heady player. Of course, he was the inspiration for the the Henry Heave that beat uh, yeah. Old Miss. I mean, he was a very intelligent player, uh, one of the best athletes at the tight end position, I think. You know, you're talking about tight ends in, in SEC history, not a lot of dominant ones, but uh, outside of Aaron Hernandez, the uh, Hunter Henry, I had him right there with him. Obviously played in a more of a pro-style, pounded-out offense, so mm-hmm. he just wasn't going to put up the stats of an Aaron Hernandez, but – I'd put Hunter Henry right there with him if you're talking overall tight end ability. Okay. I'm with you. I'm, I'm a huge fan, and I think his little brother is going to be just as good. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to – I might as well go Chris Samuels. I already hinted at it. Uh, I just <laughs> – I mean, the guy is just uh, – he was great. He was great when he was there at Alabama. Uh, never allowed a sack. He's just uh, – just, again, another uh, – you can't go wrong with Chris Samuels. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with him at a tackle spot. So I've got one tackle, one guard, and a center. Okay. All right. All right. So how about this mix-up for – I'm going to finalize my receiving core here, Shane. And this is a guy you may – you know, I don't know if everyone's going to remember him. you got to be a little bit older. But one of the most dominant seasons – hell, he had two great seasons that I can recall. I think he's a perfect complement to what I want to do at receiver. I almost went – Jordan Matthews from Vanderbilt, he was one of my favorite all-time yeah. players, but I think his game is similar to Amari Cooper, so I didn't want to go, you know, I don't want to call them possession receivers, but they kind of fit that mold. So I'm going a little outside the box. I'm going with an elite route runner. This is a guy that had just under 3,000 receiving yards in two seasons, and this is back when the SEC – Outside of Steve Spurrier, wasn't really throwing it around. So, you know, these stats are inflated now, but this guy was killing it. Josh Reed from LSU, one of my favorite all-time SEC receivers. And uh, I think 
with him, Percy Harvin, and Amari Cooper, I got a little bit of everything there, and I, I think they complement each other really well. Okay, we'll go with it. Uh, it's not that I, I don't think that he's a great receiver. You know, I think he was then. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just could he? Do you think in your mind right now, if he were to be, let's say he was on uh, Alabama's team last year, mm-hmm. what what rank would you put him as far as the receivers? Are, or let's say LSU. Let's just say LSU. While he was down there, do you think he's still the best receiving uh, receiver on that team? I mean, it's hard to say because it was just kind of like different. It's almost different eras, you know, because this guy yeah. played over a decade ago. But, yeah, I think he would have torn up in a, an LSU system that was throwing it 50 to 60 times as opposed to, you know, 20 times, yeah. yet still having 3,000 yards receiving in two years. I, I, I think great players can they, – they'd find a way to be great in different systems. Mm, that's good. That's good. She wrote that down, Mike. Uh, next one, I'm going to go. I oh, hell, they made a movie of this guy. So, Sandra, and plus, I get to see Sandra one more time, you know. So, I'm going to go Michael Moore, you know. We weren't able to get him back in the day, but I'm able to get him now. So, nice. That's a good one. Um, all right. How about this one, Shane? I'm going to lock up my defensive line. This was a tough one. I almost want to go. Man, this is tough. I think no, I think I'm gonna flip my pick here. I think I'm gonna do it. I almost went Richard Seymour. He's a hell of a player, but I'm a little afraid that what he did in the NFL, you know, with the Patriots, kind of yeah. made him made his college days look even better. Not that he wasn't he was an outstanding college player, but mm-hmm. I think the next I'm gonna go with a more current player. I'm going Derek Brown, Auburn. That's gonna finalize my yeah. defensive line there and uh, nothing against, like I said, Richard Seymour. I'm kind of really torn on these picks, but I think uh, I definitely need help in the middle. And I, not to say Richard Seymour couldn't do it, but I just I just give a slight advantage there to Derek Brown. And hell, if he goes on to have a you know a borderline Hall of Fame NFL career, I think he'll I think that'll be a wise pick. Absolutely, man, uh, and a solid player. I mean, he's number fifth on my list because I already got the three I wanted, but. Yeah, definitely good for your team, Mike. Good. Thanks. I appreciate that one, Shane. I appreciate that one. <laughs> All right. Where are we at here? I've got everybody, right? Except for another lineman. Uh-huh. Ugh. Those are pretty slim. So I, I'm, I've got it narrowed down between two. I've got Chance Warmack and Larry Warford. Yeah. I'm going to go. Let's give uh, the Big Blue Nation some love, Mike. And I'm going to go Larry Warford here for uh, – my last guards guard spot here. Oh, nice! So you've locked up your offensive line: Chris yep. Samuels, Brandon Bolsworth, Marquise Pouncey, Wolford, and Michael Orr. That's a hell of an offensive line. Yeah, I'll take that, man. I'm take that into the house. I tell you, man. I th- I think this may be the greatest team ever assembled. Now that I think about, it. I mean, I don't even need a kicker and punter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially a punter because we're never gonna have to go for it. You know, it's just okay. Get carried away, Mike. <laughs> All right, my, I'm going to lock down my uh, second corner here. Underrated player outside of the state of Mississippi. He's a he's a legend inside the state. Jonathan Banks paired him with Joe Hayden. That's a lockdown tandem. I'm feeling pretty good about that selection this late in the draft, especially. Oh, Mike, I'm I'm torn, man. Okay, so I've, we're done except for special teams, kicker, punter, and my quarterback. 
I like how you say we're done when when I've still got picks oh. on the board. But so. yeah, <laughs> and you I'm still sorry. you still Team, haven't picked a damn quarterback. Team Shane is almost done. I'm looking at. Here's the thing, man. Obviously, I love Peyton Manning. Okay, you get that, Mike. Mm-hmm. And if I pick him, of course, I'm gonna have to hear. Well, he's never beat Florida. He's never, you know. I mean, it's just. He didn't win a Heisman, yada, yada, yada. And it's hard to pick him. And then you got Cam Newton over here. Never lost a college game. Granted, he only played one season. It was a fantastic season. He had like 10,000 yards passing and rushing combined, I think. So it's hard not to pick Cam. But Peyton Manning didn't have Julio Jones, Jamar Chase, and Alson Jeffrey. If he did, I think he would have whooped Florida then. <laughs> so I'm going to go Peyton Manning as my quarterback. I'm not turning back. Okay, Shane. Well, it's a good thing I got some Gators on defense because I know I'm going to beat you every time now. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's funny. It seems like whenever you pick someone from a school, in a weird way, I pick someone from that school as well, and I'm going to continue that tradition here. Because I'm going to finish up my defense with uh, safety Dion Grant. Mm. Championship pedigree right there. Pair him with Tyron Matthew, and uh, that's a hell of a safety core. So now the only three positions now we got special teams, kicker, punter, and kick returner. Who are you going to pick there? We talked about beating Florida. Grant is the guy to do it with. So, Mm -hmm. uh, okay, special teams. uh, Let's go with kicker. Daniel Carlson. Ooh, nice one, Shane. He was not going to need him much because I'm probably going to go for two, <laughs> run the score up. But yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Daniel here. <laughs> well, you know my my guy down there at Florida, Eddie Pinero. Mm-hmm. I love to I love to watching that kid kick. So that's going to be my kicker. You can hit him from range. He's got an attitude. He'll talk shit on Twitter. I'm going Eddie Pinero. Oh, you know I should have went hot rod, and we could have. We could have jammed out, you know, made some CDs. <laughs> so if my team didn't work out, we can make music. But uh, all right, punter, obviously, uh, flip a coin, one of the Colquits. I'm going to go with Dustin here, Dustin Colquitt as my punter. Ooh, that's a nice one, Pete. That, that would have been my runner-up pick. Uh, but I think, for my money, the best punter I've ever seen in college football is Mr. J.K. Scott. So that's where I'm going, Alabama. Uh, and he's, of course, doing it now in the NFL, but um, I'm, I'm happy you passed on him. So who you got, kick returner, <laughs> final pick here, Shane, for team, all SEC, Shane, final selection, special teams, kick returner, who you got? Oh, man, I'll tell you what, I've seen a handful of electrifying players in my life, and Tennessee went through some bad years, brother, and the one – saving grace that we had when we had Cordero Patterson on our team was even though we sucked, we still got to see him return punts and kicks, you know, there was always in the back of your mind. It's like, you know what? Of course they scored, but at least we get to see Cordero, you know? So, uh, just, I don't know if you ever watch, I mean, if you've never watched him, watch the highlight. You're, I mean, you got to check him out once the kid is just fantastic he can turn on a dime. He's he's just a – I mean, you see him now still in the NFL, still doing it. So, 
Special teamer, no doubt in my mind, Cordero Patterson. Oh, nice. That's a good one, Shane. And uh, one that I definitely would have picked if you didn't. But uh, I got a nice backup here, and I, I hate to even say that because he's was such an outstanding college player. Now he's doing it in the NFL one year into his career. You want to give me a kick returner? I'm going to South Carolina, Shane. I'm going Debo Samuel. <laughs> we all know what he can do from the receiver position, but he's just as special as a returner. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going with that. So that wraps up our draft. And I think we're both pretty confident, but we're going to put these teams out, let uh, kind of people comment on maybe vote on which team you think would win, and we'll find out for real who's got the better team, Shane or me. We'll, so we'll recap all this all over, you know, Reddit and Twitter and all that. But uh, maybe I'll make up some graphics for it. But I'm pretty happy with my team. How about you, Shane? I'm pretty happy with mine, you know. It's a good thing you got Debo because you're going to need him quite a bit, you know. <laughs> Every time I score, he's touchdown. <laughs> hey, when the new NCAA comes out and they they find a way to make these old school players, we need to put this team together and 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 you know simulate a game. I think that'd be awesome. Absolutely, Shane. So, like I said, that's all we've got on this one. No news whatsoever going around the sec so you know give us some feedback let us know what you think about this episode if you like ideas like this because we're just stretching to give you guys something to listen to hopefully you enjoyed our all-time sec breakdown of these two teams and let us know which who you think got the better team and uh feel free to flame us and and call us out for missing somebody on your team would be that's all part of the fun too Absolutely. And that's, that's, I think that's the best part, you know, is because sometimes, you know, it may, it may hit different, you know, some of these players, like when I talk about Julio Jones, you know, I remember him destroying our team, you know, so it stood out. It may, but it may not to, you know, a, a Mississippi state fan that never had to face him or something, you know? So it's just, I don't know. I, I love talking about the past, you know, because it, it does help you appreciate the future, man. You know, when you see some of these kids play, you can compare them to some of the greats you've seen. And the older and wiser we get, I don't know if you'd say wiser, but the older we get, Mike, you know, it's fun talking about the like my grandfather, man. He used to talk about <laughs> stories back in the day about this player and that player. And, you know, these guys that couldn't hold a candle in the wind to that Army guy you were talking about. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> that's it, man. I love I love college football. I miss it. Uh, I hope I hope this thing blows over so we can get it back, Mark. Well, let me ask you this, Shane, because you know it's going to happen. Over under, let's set a line here. How many players, you know, after we post this and it goes out and everyone mm-hmm. starts calling us out for leaving out X, Y, and Z player, over under how many players we look back and be like, oh, what in the hell were we thinking? Why didn't we have him? <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be around five. I was thinking four. I, I think we've got a real good team. You know, the I I wasn't prepared for you to take Percy so early mm-hmm. uh, because I, he was definitely going to be my second pick there. So I needed that little twitchy hybrid role position. I don't think I, I filled that. But, I mean, I got great, great receivers, but I just I feel like I missed that. So that's the one I'm kind of curious. Who You know, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to – probably jump on there do some more research and think about who i should have got but that's that's the one that well i'll tell you too that were on my board but when i got 
when I drafted Percy Harvin, I didn't have a, really a need for these two, but two stand out to me. Christian Kirk at Texas A&M was outstanding, and then yeah. Randall Cobb at Kentucky. I was I was ready to take either one of them if I had to, but <laughs> I think all Percy Harvin just a step above those two, but they're not that far behind. Yeah, I figured I'd hear about Kirk, especially when people see Cordero Patterson was picked. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people liked him as a, just a special teamer, um, which he was really good. But I, I don't know that Arkansas guy. You remember? Uh, remember he made us miss like oh, fifteen yeah. tackles at one game. Adams. I, that uh, that Adams, was another. Yeah. That was another guy I was potentially going to take as a kick returner as well. Yeah. So so many good ones. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm going to go five as well, Mike. <laughs> that's a good number because I'm pretty sure we're going to be hearing about it shortly. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this one, Shane. Thanks for joining me and doing this draft with us, and hopefully the fans appreciate it. So and hope everyone stays safe out there. You know, uh, social distancing important at this time. We got to do. We got to do what it takes to get us a college football season and. Hell, Shane, if they tell me i got to be locked up for two to three more months just for college football. I'll do it. I'd do Sign it, too. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. How many more drafts we can do, Mike? <laughs> Absolutely. So that's going to do it for this one, Shane. And uh, I'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls.